what it is! How's it going everybody? Today we're going to be doing yet another cartoon retrospective. This time for all the cartoons coming from Cartoon Network. We're going to talk about all the things from cowardly dogs to brilliant young boys in their laboratories to teens and their titans. We're going to talk about all the things. So if you want to hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the first ones to die. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan. I am here with Alex and Jerome. Jerome, how you doing? Doing good, man. Chilling. Uh, been watching Wu-Tang, uh, an American saga on Hulu. It's about to end. It's on its final season. And it's good. If you're a Wu-Tang fan, I, I highly recommend it. It does make up a lot of stuff. So just know that going in. It does tell the story of uh, how the Wu-Tang Clan was formed and came together and made music and all that stuff. But there's a lot of stuff they kind of fudge to make it a little more dramatic. So just know that going in. But it still is an entertaining show. All the actors do a decent job. Uh, and I, I'm digging it a lot. So that was fun. And uh, hmm. and that's pretty much it. Been working a lot. Been working a lot. So I'm real tired. But we power through. Nonetheless. Yes, and Alex, how are you doing? That was like a newscaster moment. <laughs> yeah, like a like long... Your, yeah, long pause and then you were like touching your air pace, waiting. Uh, I'm doing good. I was just trying to... I thought, I Jer- like, I thought Jerome was going to toss it. <laughs> that's, that's what I was... But there was a uh, pause. Yeah, I'm doing good. I was just trying to move stuff over because I know eventually Cheddar's going to jump up here and I'd rather him like not knock over all my shit. So I'm like trying to prepare for his inedible? Inedible. Inevitable. He will jump up. Thank you. English is hard. Um, But it's been kind of a... (laughs) I thought you were trying to say inedible. Well, he is not an edible thing. So technically that is still a correct statement. In a way. Uh, but yeah, it's not been the greatest of week, but like I've been doing better. Um, I actually got my car broken into on Tuesday. So that was like no fun, of course. Um, it's fine. Yeah. They didn't break any windows. They kind of messed up the inside of my car a little bit. I think they were upset. I didn't have nicer stuff to steal, but like, <laughs> I had no real value lost or anything like that. So I'm a little more fortunate than... You know, I know other people have gotten their cars broken into and it's been really bad and things like that. Well, even Jerome, you've had your like window smashed. And the car stolen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you got it back within like two hours. Yeah. I'm sure that's because I I had little to no gas. And I feel like any thief worth their salt would be like, I am not paying for gas at these prices. Just to steal this vehicle, <laughs> it's not worth. Do you, do you think about that now when you're thinking of refilling and you're like, mm, but should I? Because what would happen if now? Is it is it in your, the back of your mind every time you you are? No, like, not, not at all. Like I'm, I'm like, you nah. should. You should. 
well, like, the weirdest thing was, like, so I have a cup holder that can, like, kind of move, like, rotate a little bit. So for passenger or thing, just to fit, like, taller drinks. Like, I ripped it off of its little station. And it was like, you didn't have to do that. You didn't, you didn't have to rip off the tiny little cup holder. Yeah. Like, that was total overkill. I get it. You're upset that I didn't have, like, more to see on my car. But, like, you didn't need to do that to the cup holder, of all things. <laughs> it was, like, rude. Like, went from, like, you being a thief to just being a rude. Just being rude. But. That sucks. Well, that, I'm happy yeah. you're safe and that nothing major happened. Yeah, it's it was okay and nothing, yeah. It was nothing worth really stealing in the car. No real damage. It's still drivable, so I'm just kind of counting the blessings as I find them right now, so. How about you, Jonathan? Hopefully your week was better. <laughs> it was it was I. Um I finished Swarm, the Amazon series, and it was good. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it. It was really enjoyable. Billie Eilish can act. Okay. She's on that show. What is that show about? Because I've seen things for it, but I still am uncertain. It's not to give too much away but it's basically this girl who is obsessed with an artist in the show and she goes to might you say killer lengths to protect the fandom um so yeah Mm -hmm. okay intense that's the (laughs) that's the broad uh log line of it um, but it was a lot of fun. Billie Eilish, she's in uh, one episode and she's she's amazing. She, I, I would say she might get nominated for it. And Dominique Fishback, who who is the main character. Well, do you show. do you think she'll get nominated for like special guest for an episode yeah. kind of like Don Cheadle did? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Dominique Fishback should get nominated too. Uh, she, well, she's just she great. Did amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was... Ever since uh, Project Power, that was the first time I had ever seen her, and I was like. I was like, I don't know who this actress is, but she's going places. She's dope. And then when she was in Judas and the Black Messiah, I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. solidified. Like, she's mm-hmm. going places. The fact for that sure. she didn't get a nomination for that acting, for that role, is appalling. Right. Did she not? Who got nominated? I don't think so. Okay. It was, um, uh, I think, uh, Lakeith, did Lakeith get nominated? But I know. He did. Um, he got nominated Daniel for Best. Daniel Kaluuya won for sure. He he won the the um, didn't he win the Oscar? Or yeah, he, he did. I think they were nominated for the same Oscar actually. Daniel Kaluuya and oh really? Or some somebody else in Juice and Black Messiah were like in the same category. Like two of the same actors were in the same. Yeah, category I think it was together. them. That's I think movie. it was them. Best supporting actor. Yeah. Yeah, because there was like uh, controversy about that. It was like, yeah. Um. But regardless, she is she's amazing in the show. Uh, also, Love is Blind season four just came out, which takes place in Seattle. Chef's kiss. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Have you noticed the uh, the their cutaways to the city? Have you do you recognize the places? So, in the episodes that Netflix just released, um, you know how sometimes they do the batches. So they've mm-hmm. released yeah. episodes one through five so far. And in those episodes, it's mostly them in the pods and in Mexico. So they're they're in they at the end of episode five, they just got to Seattle. 
So uh-huh. episodes five through ten, they'll be in or when or thirteen, whenever, however many episodes it is, they'll be in Seattle. I've only watched like half of a season of Love Is Blind, so it starts off with them chatting in separate rooms, right? And then they like eventually meet each other and see each other if they like decide, yeah. Yeah. So they start off in what they call the pods. The men and women are separated in different living quarters. And every day they get to like speed date and blindly talk to each other in the pods. It's these little rooms and they can only hear each other. And then after like a week or 10 days or something like that, um, you either need to leave or get engaged to somebody. And once you're engaged, then you get to meet the person and see them. And some people are like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You're even more beautiful than what I imagined. Other people are like, uh, damn, you fat. I'm, I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> some people, some people aren't, they aren't expecting what they, what they see in a, in a bad way. Yeah. You, what, you're trying to say no one's going to be that blunt on Love is Blind? No, <laughs> they always try to play it off like, wow, because and it's usually awkward because like, because <clears throat> it's usually never both people are not interested. It's usually one person is like, oh, my gosh, you look amazing. The other person is like, I mean, you look thank high. you, thank you. I'm, I'm not returning the compliment, but thank you. <laughs> I love that awkwardness. Yeah. It's so yeah, that's a that's an interesting I always think I always mean to watch it, but I never like end up watching it Ooh. with my tor- short attention span. But I always think that's such an interesting concept. And yeah, when you talk to somebody, I mean there is a way you imagine somebody just from their voice. I mean, it's like the same with when you have the customer service voice and how different it is from different it is from the like your actual speaking voice. Well, mostly that was the first half of the premise of um Oh, what was that movie called? Oh, Were sorry to bother you. Yeah, sorry to bother you. Oh, that was the first yeah. half of the premise, and then it apparently, then they get changed into yeah. Which is so funny that I stopped. I like ended the movie there, and I was like, "I'll come back to watch it." And you're like, "Oh, everybody turns into horses," and I'm like, "You're like, that did I put the, the right movie? movie? I was yeah. yeah. I was like, wait for a minute. Sorry to bother you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out for like years now." Yeah, but th- that movie did not get like you, you act like that's a popular movie. <laughs> like people, like a bunch of people did not watch that film. Well, if they didn't they watch it now, they're they're definitely but. not going to still watch it. They're not going to be like, oh, let me rush to it now because although maybe the horses thing is the thing that's going to interest them. People, they're weird people who really love horses. Although uh, Boost Riley, f- uh, funny to bring him up, he's actually got a new show coming as well um, called I'm a Virgo. That's uh, I think oh, coming out on Amazon Prime or Hulu, one of the two. Um, about this kid who's you know it's it's another black commentary, but I'm cu- but uh, it's not clear what this one's going to be about per se because it's a show, not a movie. Um, but it's like this black kid who's like a giant essentially, <laughs> and he's lived in, in like a house his entire life, raised by his parents, but you know a regular house because he's a giant. And he finally gets out, like, in his, I think, like, 16th birthday or whatever. Like, as a teenager, he's finally ex- being exposed to the world. And uh, it looks interesting. It looks like an interesting premise. And I I trust Boots Riley to write an interesting, like, Sorry to Bother You was one of my favorite movies when it came out of that year. Yeah. 
um, just because of how creative it was and how expansive it was on its ideas and stuff. But also the commentary was strong. So I'm curious to see what this, this show is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, speaking of shows, today we are talking about Cartoon Network shows. Last week we did our Nicktoon retrospective uh, where we discussed many of our favorite Nicktoons. This week, in kind of the same realm, we selected three shows for all of us to watch. um, And we're gonna be talking about our favorite Cartoon Network shows. Uh, First of all, Nicktoons versus Cartoon Network. Like, what were you guys vibing with uh, when you were a kid? Cartoon Network, easily. And I think it's just because Nicktoons, everything looked the same. <laughs> like I, Mostly because they had a similar, um, uh, I forget who it was. It was the person who did Wild Thornberry, Rugrats. Oh, Klasky Kuspo? Yeah. yeah, like or they were doing Klasky. so many that a lot of, and that was more of the reruns. And then, of course, then when you get in the Butch Hartman era, then it's Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom look the exact same. Like, they, they, like Nicktoons likes to have that one You know person. what doesn't look the exact same? Sanjay and Craig. You and Sanjay and Craig. Listen, and yes, it does. Sanjay and Craig looks like every other cartoon coming no, it out. No, doesn't. I watched it. I did watch it. I did watch it. <laughs> did you? Okay, sorry. Side note, Halt the Cartoon Network. What did you think? <laughs> I felt like I needed to be high to watch it. <laughs> yes. It's a weird-ass show. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's like a lot of the cartoons where it's like, as an adult now, I'm like, I would enjoy this so much more, like, being a little bit stoned. Because it's so just weird. Mm-hmm. See, Sandra and Craig to but me is... But it was is, cute. Is, it was a cute show. Is a show like that wants to be like regular Sanjay. show. You ever watch regular show? Yeah. Yeah, it had that like vibe, but with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like the regular animals. show, though. I don't like the regular show, though. I, I don't know why. Was okay. I never really vibed with it as much, um, but I thought it was okay. I like, In fact, I liked the follow-up cartoon that same company did better, close enough. That got canceled on HBO Max, and I don't even think it's up there anymore. But that that was like it's in a more adult version of regular show, um, and it was way better. I was like, it's clear that this is what these animators wanted to do, but they got hired by Cartoon Network to make a kids show, so they could only do but so much. And close enough was like, okay, now we have no hand, our hands are untied. We can just put out the show as is, and uh, it's great. Uh, if you can find close enough anywhere, watch it because it's good. Anyway, Sanjay and Craig was was pretty decent. I will give it that. Okay. I might return to it once when I'm on when I'm a little stoned. Please, do. I'll, I think I'll like it more. <laughs> but see, um, I did watch it. I did watch it. Nice, <laughs> but Cartoon Network. Yeah, but I I was always a, a Cartoon Network kid because of just the variety. Like you never know what you're, what Cartoon Network's going to green light. Um, Cause they, that's why I always say like Invader Zim is the one Nicktoons show that I'm like, I'm surprised you put this on your channel. Um, but like, cause Cartoon Network was the one where it's like, you could get some off the wall stuff from Cartoon Network. Well, with Nickelodeon, you know, there's, um, and so I, I was more of a Nicktoon kid. Um, I watched Cartoon Network, but more so Nicktoons. Um, Nickelodeon, you had, uh, Pinky in the Brain, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Well, Pinky in um, the Brain was from WB. 
Are you thinking I'm of sorry, Ren and Stimpy? I think I am thinking of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, Ren and okay, Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy, I will give you. Yeah, but See, I didn't like Ren and Nick. Stimpy at all. I thought they were they grossed me out. I hated Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> you had Rocco's Modern Life, that sex line joke, or yeah, that sex hotline joke. Oh, yeah. That's true. I, you know what it is? I'm th- I'm not thinking of like because that's like '90s Nickelodeon, and then after the '90s, Nickelodeon got like more watered down. <laughs> Because like Ren and Stimpy was gone, Ken, Cow and Chicken wasn't on no more, Rocco wasn't on no more. Like all of their edgy well, cartoons were gone, and it was it was the era of we're making real safe, cute like nice cartoons that are more slice of life cartoons. Because Hey Arnold, really deep, really interesting, more slice of life. Uh, same thing with like Rocket Power, Rugrats, like all those shows felt like they were more about kind of just uh the adventure of of the world you live what, in what it was you know I mean? was that back in the 90s we had more what was like cartoonish where it was yeah like animals talking or like these weird creatures then we moved into the realm of more meta and humans where it was the babies it was the fairly odd parents and even though there was something special about them they were still now just like normal humans Mm-hmm. Same with like Danny Phantom. So I think it's that it's not th- that it got less edgy, but they moved more to what felt like a reality way. And so they were less entertaining that way. Because there's some weird shit with like SpongeBob and like Fairly Odd. Like I told you about that Baron joke that Timmy Turner made, where he's like, all my Baron neighbors, come here. And it's like, dude, just because they don't have kids doesn't mean they're Baron. <laughs> it was just really off the cuff for me. And I th- I think that's what it is. It felt less edgy because there was less. It they presented less weird, and presented more human like, for car at least for Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network was always presented both. I felt like it was always both where it was like they had the human cartoons and the weird cartoon like Gumball, the Amazing World of Gumball. Although that's more new. I, I lo- one I love. The Amazing World of Gumball. I watch that now because it's just so great, and I love the different art designs and well, the different styles you know mixed the together. Art styles are different. Why? Uh, the original creator, uh, how that show got started is he used to do commercials, like uh, animated commercials, and so a lot of those characters are unused animated characters he made for commercials of different styles and he put them all into this one TV show. So that's why there's some that are, are 3D animated, some that are 2D animated, some that are like a weird paper looking like animation, like all types of stuff. And so he just kept with that theme and making more characters for Gumball. Yeah, which is great. That's like such a smart way because it's just the different cartoon characters are like fantastic and in the different mediums. But yeah, and like Cartoon Network had a, a weird, like with Dexter's Laboratory, I mean, there was, it, that was a weird show when you think about it. And I forgot how small Dexter was. What was that? What was his age range? Because he, he constantly <laughs> fit in the palm of people's hands. How, how, what, how old was Dexter supposed I to be? I think Dexter was supposed to be maybe like a just a little bit older than Dee Dee. Maybe like I thought Dee Dee was 10. the older sister. She maybe, is. I don't know. Yeah, she's the older sister. That's why um, Dexter's younger than her. But he's just, but he's smarter than her in some aspects. I wouldn't say all of them. <laughs> uh, She's emotionally smart. He's like tech smart. Yeah. <laughs> I did forget well, how, like, I did forget how weird Dexter's Laboratory was. 
Mm-hmm. And not it, it's not weird like the kind of gross out weird or like whatever weird, but it's just very ra- it's a very random show. <laughs> well, that's Cartoon well, Network. It, All of them were always like that at that time because Courage the Cowardly Dog yeah. was the same way. Where it's like like the especially when Courage is explaining or the way they visualize him telling Muriel and Eustace what's going on is like the most random. It's like yo, chill, calm down. <laughs> With all of these different animations. I like he does charades. He's like, rah, 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 and then he's like turning into the goal. He's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I completely blocked out of my mind that Courage talked. I forgot he t- like actually, t- he, granted he mm-hmm. only says like a couple words per episode, but. He, he kind of talks off screen to us. He doesn't, he can't talk like to mural and uh um uses he talks yeah. to us where he yeah he turned like when he breaks the fourth wall he's like these people right. are- <laughs> god damn it and yeah, he talks so to the like, computer the computer the understands him. That. Mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> but his owners don't i think it's funny so um, uh audience like uh did you got like well firstly did you guys finish all of them i know last last week we didn't finish all of them <laughs> I so did not. i <laughs> I did not get to codename kids next door, but I, I got uh, to everything else. Gotcha. I just actively did avoid a kind of kids code kids that's door, whatever it's called. Cause I never liked it. So I kind of kept putting that it wasn't off, the assignment. The assignment was to watch <laughs> these cartoons. <laughs> but I kept putting hey, it off the assignment and eventually last I week too. And y'all mm-hmm, failed. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. I did watch Sanjay and Craig just through my eyelids because <laughs> I was really tired hey. and fell asleep on it. <laughs> I watched like two of each of yours, so it kind of it was equaled out. I didn't get to 16s, but I've seen 16s like in clips and stuff, so I'm like very aware what it is. 16 brought um, me back. I'm not going to lie because I, <laughs> yeah. I, I used to watch 16 a lot, too. I watched that a lot. I've and seen a was, lot of like little bits from it. So I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly what this is, but I never got to watch it do it either. It wasn't a um it wasn't a Cartoon Network like original show. Um <laughs> that's why I had to put because I had to put in the in my like list of, of episodes, I was like, this is not a Cartoon Network show, but it used to air on Cartoon Network. Well, and you can watch the episode on YouTube. That's the well, thing well, about wait, Cartoon Network. So what was it? It was like some Canadian, because uh, it's a Canadian show. It was well, on some Canadian th- network. Thing about Cartoon Network that was different from Nickelodeon and and also Disney to a degree is that Nickelodeon and Disney they make their own cartoons and stuff. Cartoon Network does make their own stuff, but they also that's why it's called Cartoon Network. It's also a network that is about also buying cartoons too. So there's a lot of like Johnny uh, Johnny Test was not made by them. They bought that to air on Cartoon Network. Um, uh, there's a couple different ones. I think Totally Spies. I think was in French, or uh, or not 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 Totally Spies. Um, Ladybug and and Cat Cat Noir. I think his name is like they bought that to be on Cartoon Network. Like they 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 constantly are also on the lookout for other shows to purchase as well to be on the network. Totally Spies. Yeah, I could see was from uh like French or a different country. That show's really random too. That's a funny show. I do the show. So hold on, the show I do want to talk about first. Um, and I blame racism for not, me not being aware of it. It's Craig's Creek. 
That show oh. is so fucking funny. The whole it, it was cardboard. Really cool. It reminded me of Rugrats, but like it. for like middle schoolers as opposed to babies. Kind of, yeah. The whole cardboard city. I was dying anytime they were like the scene where they were talking to each other through like the video and it's just mm-hmm. drawn pictures. I don't know why. I was cracking up so hard at that that just I couldn't help it. And like the fact that he had water running through that cardboard city, I w- just genuinely <laughs> that whole episode made me want to watch more of it. Oh, w- like it's great! I didn't know the show existed, and I love it already. Well, you you, pro- you probably missed it because that's a new show. That show came show, out yeah. within like the recent recent years, so you probably haven't been watching cartoons. I, mean, <laughs> I, I only I, I just only said got- I watched like Gumball. So yeah, but Gumballs, I feel like Gumballs different. <laughs> <laughs> I I found out about that show because on social media I saw a thing on like a reel or whatever on Instagram a few years ago and it was like have y'all seen this Craig of the Creek show this is the blackest show Cartoon Network's had in I, I would agree with that I would agree with that yeah. it is the blackest show That's they've had like, in a long time <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> Also, you know, thinking of black shows, we did uh, going back to our Nicktoons retrospective a little bit. None of us picked Lil Bill. Oh, was that in contention? Because, like, I know. Ooh. <laughs> well, it's technically Nick. I don't think I watch Lil Bill. Well, yeah. I mean, it's there's a it's little Lil bit of controversy. That... It's a little controversial Lil now because it was made one... by Bill Cosby. So. Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it was a great show. But it was Lil great. Was a great. It was really show. good. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched it. I think I was I got too old before before it came on. So yeah, there's a lot of cartoon. When I was watching Nick Jr., it's when they had uh, the Bugs Bunny's like kids on there. Oh, the Tiny Tunes, Tiny Tunes, yeah, Tiny Tunes. So that's like the shit I was watching on Nick Jr. was Tiny Tunes, which a lot of people don't know anymore, and it like makes me feel real old. It is I kind mean, of, it's not one that you, like, I haven't thought of Tiny Toons in, I don't know, many years until you mentioned it just right it, now. It's the same, it's in the same vein as when, uh, on Cartoon Network, when they had a pup named Scooby-Doo on. And I was like, mm-hmm. and whenever I think about that show, I'm like, I don't, nobody probably knows this show exists anymore, <laughs> except for people who live yeah. through it. But I, it still is the best Scooby-Doo theme song, though. That's still my favorite one. It's Scooby-Doo, be Scooby-Doo, be Scooby-Doo. Uh, <laughs> you guys were not harmonized at all. No, we were not, no. Uh, but yeah, no, Craig's Creek, Craig's Creek was great. Uh, I might actually Creek. watch it. Craig... <laughs> <laughs> Craig's Creek actually has a better ring to it though. I think. But it's not his creek. He don't own it. <laughs> when you're a kid, you own what you please. Yeah. <laughs> Although I love, yeah, I, I do. I agree with you. I think it is the easily one of the cutest shows I've ever seen. Of just like these kids are are having they're in have such active imaginations and they're so invested in this adventure like it's real but you're like it's just cardboard but at the same time it's like but this man built a robot <laughs> out of cardboard <laughs> he did like it's a functioning robot at that <laughs> and he was uh he was military striking the other cardboard city <laughs> like, <Right? what> the- <laughs> i like when they got to new cardboard city or when they got to cardboard city and he's like i've come for you all or whatever and they're like wasn't he just southern a minute ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and i was like great was he yeah he was 
<laughs> I like that he had a little cardboard tie, a bow tie. It was cardboard. I was like, this is just so cute. I was and just that whole episode was cute. Mm-hmm. What I love about that is that the whole show is kind of like it's in that vein where it's you know these are simple. They're just kids playing at a creek or at the house or whatever. But they make such a society out of this creek that you feel like you're dealing with bigger issues at hand, but they're not at all. Oh, yeah. Like at the end where she uh, where she lets the uh, Carter Carter go. No. What Mm -hmm. was his name? Carter, the box kid. Yeah, it was Carter, right? Yeah. Where she just lets him go and she's like, get out of here and never see you again. There's like some deep feeling there like. Wow, he betrayed your city, and you're still letting him go. Well, he'll be back. There's like there's <laughs> a, a greater there's numbers. a bond there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, there's a bond there. There's a you are my enemy, but you are my friend, and I cannot harm you. I was like, that felt real. <laughs> Jonathan, did you pick this episode uh, specifically, or did you just pick an episode? I just basically picked an episode that I remembered I enjoyed. Um, I I think last year, or maybe the year before, I would watching on HBO Max, just, uh, I was going through season one, I think. And then last year I was going through a bit of season two and I kind of stopped. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is a good time to revisit it now. Now I might um, uh, revisit, you know, uh, Craig of the Creek. Audience, just so you can follow along, we're talking about Craig of the Creek episode 14 in season one, uh, entitled The Future is Cardboard. So if you want to check it out, check it out. Yes. I recommend it. It's just adorable and I had fun. Again, that whole scene just when they're talking to each other through the through the cardboard, through the drawn on screens. <laughs> I was like and it's the little characters look so funny on there too. Uh, but yeah, that was like one of the biggest one of the ones I enjoyed the most. And one of the ones I was surprised that I actually enjoyed was the Teen Titans one. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I kind of, I, I won't lie to you. I was gonna, I was cooking myself dinner and I put it on, and I was like, I put the volume. I was like, I'll listen to it into the background. <laughs> uh, like I've seen like Teen Titans episodes before. I've, I've never really cared, but like this one was actually funny, and I like ended up watching, actually sitting down and watching it. I was like, all right, this is good, and it like actually made me laugh. Um, Star, Starfire. Starfire. Starfire was... I love the way they animated her anger and jealousy. That mm-hmm. was so good. I like at one point she gets so angry she actually looks like a burnt out match. Yeah. I was I, like, oh, that's a great way to, to like view that. I remember when I was a kid and Teen Titans had came out, which I was already into superheroes anyway, um, but I had never known about the Teen Titans. So that was, it was, that was my introduction to Teen Titans was the show. And... I, I remember watching it and I was into anime at that time too. And so it was cool to see a show that's American animation fused with anime where whenever they're expressive or they, they're like angry or they're, or they're sad or they're nervous, like it's expressed in anime and that's where a lot of the humor comes from in their style. In fact, that's even why um, they wanted a show that was a fusion of the two vibes so much. That's why the opening is uh, performed by, uh, is it? Ami, Puffy Ami Yumi? What is that? Uh, what I looked it up earlier. Puffy Ami Yumi, yeah. Who also got their own uh, Cartoon Network show as well <laughs> because they were so popular. What was it? Um, I think it was called Puffy Ami Yumi. 
but it was like a, a animated show. And then they would also, then you see the real band at the end, like performing songs and stuff. Um, and, uh, but they, they're, they're, they got popular off of their theme song for Teen Titans, which they f- did an English version, but I'm surprised that. that HBO Max has the Japanese version only, which is still good. I like the Japanese version too, but the, but the English version is what I grew up listening to mostly in the States when you watch the show on, um, TV. But nonetheless, I love Teen Titans and I love its balance between having those silly episodes versus the, really uh serious ones because it, it gets dark after like in some episodes there's one episode where raven's dad who's trigon who's the demon lord or uh, whatever like takes over the world and the world is wrecked like it's bad <laughs> and it and there's no humor to be had it's like nah there's uh i was gonna pick another episode where robin is dealing with a hallucination of Slade and he's fighting Slade and it gets, that's another one that gets dark because uh, he like basically beats himself up because it's not real and he's doing damage to himself. Um, But I was like, no, I'll pick a fun one. So you guys can have some fun watching the Teen Titans just have a good old time. (laughs) I (laughs) recall one, but I think it might've been the new Teen Titans where Starfire, she deals with somebody who dislikes her race. And it's like their only racist episode. <laughs> um, I, I don't remember. I think that might have been the. I think that, that might have been be the Teen Titans Teen Go. Um, go. Fu- funny enough, Teen Titans Go. That was one where it was. Uh, it, it had a rough going when it was introduced because um, Teen Titans has such a cult fandom, like the original cartoon, and it was yeah. supposed to go on for more seasons, but they canceled it um, after I think three or four. And uh, then they did a and movie. Teen Titans Go came along. Well, like the, was- the the reason why it had so much ire is because they were there was rumors that there was going to be a new Teen Titans show with the same cast, and so everybody was like, "Oh shoot, they're bringing back Teen Titans. That's going to be dope. We love Teen Titans." And then when they were like, "It's Teen Titans Go. See, isn't this great?" <laughs> and all those people were like, no, hell no, it ain't great. <laughs> we hate this show. But then then they watched it and then they're like, ah, it's all right. It's not better than the original, but it's not bad. It, I, I do it like still the, has the... F- go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, should, I was I was just going to say, I do like the animation of Teen, both Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Um, I, I think Teen Titans Go, I haven't seen much of it, but I'll turn it on sometimes. And uh, I think it's... It's a little. It's probably a little more meta than the original it's Teen Titans. It's way more meta than the the original Teen Titans is in its own universe. Teen Titans mm-hmm. Go is very much like we're a TV show, and we know that to right. the point where there's a crossover movie, TV movie called Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go, where the original animated versions of Teen Titans interacts with Teen Titans Go, and they have great meta conversations. My favorite being there being like, "What." Man, we'd rather watch you guys. We'd rather watch this show. This show's great. Why? Do, why are we watching this? <laughs> right. Well, I told you there was in Teen Titans Go. I remember them making fun of the Joker. They were trying to sneak into the Joker's lair, and they're doing different versions of him. So it's like, and then they make fun of the Jared Leto one, where they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hurt you real bad," and the security clown is like, "You're not the Joker." <laughs> <laughs> they're like why are you ruining this and then they went back to like Heath Ledger's Joker but is... I, I, yeah I, I ended up oh, sorry go ahead no go ahead sorry I didn't you. you're good I'm just <laughs> talking go 
<laughs> okay. Um, at, the, at the Warner Brothers, at the <clears throat> at the Warner Brothers uh, tour, studio tour, uh, there's a clip of Teen Titans Go in their like uh, Foley demonstration area, and it's of them like speeding through the Warner Brothers lot on in, during an episode. So it's like that's that's yeah, that's very meta. Yeah, I um like uh how do you guys feel about the plot of uh, the Teen Titans episode? Were you were you into it? Were you not into it? like what what made or, I, or rather what made you pull you in since both of you were decided to make dinner <laughs> at that time? One, I was hungry. Right. Go on. I thought it was fun. Um uh, Kitty is uh was very annoying. <laughs> uh, which made her a very good like person to uh, root against in the episode, and um, yeah, her she she's basically doing the act of quid pro quo, quid pro quo, where you know she's saying, "Hey, I have something that you want. The only way to get it is if you go on a date with me." Which is very frowned upon nowadays. Don't do that, especially in, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in an office. Don't uh-uh, don't do that. But yeah, she was doing that. I think it's when is he like the Mothman? Like yeah, the Killer Moth. Yeah, Killer Moth. I it's when I heard him do like the dejected sigh, and he's like, <sighs> and you have to go on a date with Kitty. <laughs> like it was just that when I like was listening, I because. I remember at the beginning episode, I only heard it, so I assumed she was like talking to her father, like a like a normal dad or whatever. And then when I was like finally sitting down and watching it, I saw the Mothman do it. I was like, "Oh, wait, what?" I was like, "Did she just get her? Wait, what happened to the dad? Where's where's the supervillain coming?" So it, I had almost pictured in my head when I was listening to it, like a Lex Luthor thing going on. Where he's like all power and everything, and he's gonna like find a way for the Robin to go on a date, but it ended up being like the cartoony supervillain, the Mothman, and he's just dejectedly going. And it was just so funny to see like his little wings dipped and everything. <laughs> and like for some reason that drew me in, and then the whole interaction between Robin, where he was just like, "Yeah, fine," and Starfire was just like doing her animation of anger and everything like that, or her jealousy. Um, that eventually just got me to stick with it because I, I then I noticed like Starfire's the way they animated her, and I I really enjoyed that. Like yeah, it was the animation that kind of ended up sucking me in more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. I think. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. So I was gonna say I think the animation. Oh, I will say the difference between like Cartoon and Nickel, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon is the emotions expressed in Cartoon Network are more expressive. And I think Nickelodeon kind of holds on to the old style of like expression, you know, the steam coming out of the ears, the more human of like grinding teeth they'll show you or like them just yelling and them getting a big mouth. With Cartoon Network's expressions of their cartoons, they're much more like animated. They'll use like different styles to express it or they'll turn their characters into different like inanimate objects or different creatures or things like that to show like anger or jealousy or even happiness you know they'll like literally explode into like glittery stuff and it's like oh that's more fun to watch 
Yeah, I was going to say another one I wanted to talk about because I mainly picked the episode for you, Alex, specifically, was uh, the uh, episode for of Gumball. Yeah, which that I, was I, a good. That was I a hope good you got. Episode. Did you get to watch it, Alex? I did. I've literally watched all of Gumball, so it was just me rewatching it, uh, and okay. I love it. I picked it specifically because I was like, it's all horror themed, and I love all of the jokes of all the horror movie uh, characters they make fun of in. Especially the well, the ghost, the Samara ghost is my favorite one. Where they're just like, "What is it? it? Oh, it must be a yo-yo." Before they figured out how gravity works, give it a try. Like, what? no, no, no. What are you? It's a it's a VHS tape for a VHS player. A what? Yeah, they turned her into like <laughs> a stereotypic like what sounds like a nail tech when people make fun of like nail techs or something. <laughs> That's what she sounded like when comedians do that. Thank you for thinking of me. Uh, my favorite was the Candyman one. Yeah, the, 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 the Candyman candy candy one was the, <laughs> and He's like, I don't leave me alone. And then he pulls out. He's like, here's half a peppermint. Leave me alone. So like the Candyman one was actually my favorite because that was like, I like had this. a beehive for his head too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the scream one as well. Oh yeah, like, like that. Oh, you gonna scare me? I'm gonna scare you. Have, uh, Jonathan, have you seen Gumball before? Uh, like once one of the time oh okay i feel like but i made know, you watch it maybe i i've also i had it on one time like in my house yeah but it has become one of my favorite it's become like a comfort show to me i don't know how i got to watching it just one day i started my favorite scene it's weird. I have favorite scenes. I don't really have that many favorite episodes with Gumball. But my favorite scene, one that I will just fall over laughing every single time, is when uh, they are doing. They're looking for a gift for y- Yanami. She's a cloud. Um, she's oh, a cloud, I, and they're trying to find her, her birthday. Name, but I know what you're talking. Yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a cloud, and the they were trying to. She's a she's rich, and so they're trying to find out what to get her for her birthday. And she's trying to tell everybody simple gifts, simple gifts. Like, I just want something that makes you think of me, which is like totally understandable. And she's like, oh, I would be happy to have a flower. And Leslie, who is a flower, was like, oh, that's so funny because that's what I got you. And he literally just rips his oh, head off. I remember that episode. Just yeah. rips himself <laughs> off from the steam. And he's like, as he's like stretching himself out to give basically his decapitated head, he's like screaming. He says, ah, ah, and she's like, stop it. And he just goes silent, goes like, I don't know why that scene just kills me. I will just laugh uncontrollably. I, I don't know why. For me, it's it's the it's the episode, like the whole episode, both well, two episodes. One is when um, uh, her mom, uh, like I've, I've, I've honestly forgot her name too, but the cloud girl, her mom comes to town finally and challenges uh gumball's mom to a fight because they they used to be like in karate together and the whole episode becomes anime on the back end <laughs> it goes from the regular style just like it's anime all of a sudden and they're just kicking ass and then uh and it's done really well uh, and i was like this is this is awesome but um also the episode where richard gets uh gets super fit and then he just goes around the town, oh my God, yeah. taking pictures of himself, like he, like especially at the mall where he's just like walking away with the tires, and then the fire truck's like, "Hey, you can't take those tires off a fire truck!" <laughs> yeah, he like just takes a bunch of selfies, and people are like, "Uh," and he's like, 
you're welcome. And, and yeah, that episode's ridiculous. <laughs> All the episodes are ridiculous. And they're just so good. And I didn't know, yeah, it was just scraps made from other commercials and things. Well, that's how it started. Because so well. that's the way they that he sold it. And then after that, once they approved of the show, then he actually made characters for the show in particular. Um, funny enough, though, I the Ghouls one is my favorite one. Just because of all the movie references. I love it so much. Uh, and I just, especially also the Freddy Krueger one where he's like, why are you? He's like, well, why are you running? Oh, I thought I was going to be late to work. He's like, well, what, what, yeah, what, what's, your, what's your biggest fear? Um, I don't know, failing at my job. Oh, how am I supposed to visualize that? <laughs> Which also is like another thing where it does kind of reflect on the light of like how fears have changed because like you used to have nightmares you know about this or that or getting murdered and killed now i have nightmares about being late to work and getting fired (laughs) (laughs) or like i have nightmares of like oh no i didn't go grocery shopping and now like now i will all stores are closed or something yeah (laughs) like shit like that or like god my car isn't working what do i do now and like no car works around me ever again now i have to like find a way to go places and run around yeah so the fear my visual fears or at least my surface fears have definitely changed to what from fears that i was younger but freddy, freddy krueger would have been more effective i i i also like the it follows reference where that one creature just following him they just pulls out a treadmill, a and, treadmill. and then he's just like all right like break a sweat buddy and i was like in my head i was like i wonder if that would have worked and it follows if you would have just got in a treadmill and then just been like now you'll never catch me (laughs) as long as there's battery in the treadmill (laughs) that i mean one treadmills are electric they're not battery powered i know but you you know what i mean look for the sake of the joke (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying But Gumball is a cartoon I watch, like, nowadays, so it's something I, like, regularly enjoy, because it's just entertaining. It is very meta, mm-hmm. and they deal with the surprising amount of, like, real-life issues, but in a fun way. Yeah, that's so. true, because I was going to pick an episode, uh, the the episode, The Transformation, when Penny cracks out of her shell, and her parents can't accept yeah. that, she, that she's being more free with her... Um, so, uh, Jonathan, for context, uh, Penny is a character in the show. She's the egg. No. Well, she's a peanut with, like, moose ears like or moose antlers. And there's yes. an episode where I, I forget what happens. I think Gumball does something because her and Gumball are, are he dating. He tries to kiss. So, they're in a, no, they're not fully dating yet. So, they're in a play together and he goes to give her a kiss. And then they he, like, gets you close or something happens and he smacks her and cracks her shell. Right. And so part of her real self is like leaking out. And what is her real self is like this like glowing yellow thing that can shape shift. Well, shape it shape shifts with her emotions, like in her uh, yeah. at whatever she's however she feels. She turns like so if she's angry, she turns into a dragon. If she's uh, shy, she turns into a mouse. Like she constantly can shape shift into different forms. Just, so. I need to look up a picture of. I think you need just need to watch it. Uh, actually, I think I re- I know my favorite episode is when uh, Leslie again with the flower is wilting. 
And they're trying to figure out how to help because he's apparently, he's a very vain flower. Of course, he's a flower. And they're trying to help him, but they end up making everything worse. And they're like, oh, you're just wilting. All we have to do is uh, cut your head off. So they chase him, but in like this garden style variety show where they're like, yes, when your flowers are wilting, just go ahead and cut their heads off. They will rebloom. And then you can use their heads for mulch. And they're chasing this poor flower around with like shears and just like, it's actually kind of horrifying on a base level, <laughs> but like so entertaining because they're like, let's not look threatening. And they're smiling and their arms are a little waving. They're like, oh, don't worry. It's like you're trying to cut your friend's head off. It's a little concerning. The scream uh, one. It's just a weird show. I, I recommend it. Oh, sorry, Jonathan. I was going to get back to you, though. The scream one, though, was also I. Yeah, I love that one because that is that character. She is the creepiest character on the show. And so when she's just like, when she leaves her house and then she goes, I'm like, where the hell is she going? Because I haven't seen that episode in a long time. And then she's locking the doors and he's like, oh, look, look, I got to go. Someone's at the door. No, they don't. I like, I just got in here. <laughs> and now you'll have to watch a scary movie with me. Uh, no, no, I don't. I'm just going to hang out the phone. <laughs> she's right behind him. <laughs> you know what I think is funny is that me and Jonathan both picked Dexter's Laboratory. And I was I just about that to mention that. After, yeah, yes. until after I picked it. <laughs> and I was like, it was, it was already Friday and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to send them another one. It's fine. It's, it's all I, right. Yeah. Cause, I mean, you picked two very you, different episodes, it feels like, though. Because uh, uh, Why did you pick your episode, Jonathan? So I picked the episode, because I haven't watched Dexter's Lab in a long time. As is the case with all of these. But yeah. um, except maybe the credit degree. But uh that was the episode that I remembered the most. Um especially the uh the big sister episode when Dee Dee turns into a giant. I remember that episode very vividly. So um yeah, that's why that's why I picked that episode. And apparently that episode was one of the pilot episodes, but on HBO Max it's listed as like episode 10, which is interesting. Well, a lot of yeah, pilot episodes DD's don't always room. necessarily become the first episode. There's a lot of pilot, because a pilot is just to pitch the show. And then sometimes they'll like, the pitch is like, like, cause especially for cartoons, normally a pilot for a cartoon is not necessarily supposed to be the episode introducing the show, but rather just, what is the show like? Here's, and here's what the show's like. So it's just an adventure. And so they're like, okay, cool. Now write the intro to the show and we'll make this pilot like, I don't know, episode eight or something. I thought the Dee Dee's room was like the the cooties, the way they, the way he imagined <laughs> the cooties and the way they made the cooties, they were like bees with flowers on them. One, I thought that was so cute. And two, it was just the visual of like, is this what kids think cooties are? Right. Because when I was younger, I never thought about cooties or anything. They weren't like a thing in my life. But I've heard like little kids say that, oh, you'll get cooties. I always thought cooties were like, I don't think I thought about what cooties were. I thought it was like germs. I, I never imagined that, them as like little bugs. I remember that one episode of Rugrats where a kid gets like, like where a kid puts on like lotion and pretends he has cooties and he's like, oh, it's cooties. And all the kids are afraid of cooties. <laughs> but I really liked how that episode was done. How it was like he was going on a mission to Mars, but it was to Dee Dee's room. 
For me, I my favorite part, because it, it just brought me back, was uh I I loved Dexter's Lab and a lot of the cartoons around that era because they were they felt like they were longer, and it's because they squeezed so much in that 20 minutes. And so three episodes in 20 minutes. Yeah, well, because the yeah. one of them is just a short. And so when that monkey short started, I was like, oh shoot, I forgot about monkey. That's so same. And it just brought me back to my childhood immediately. If it, it, yeah. it would have either been that, or if they had a Major Glory short, also would have been like, would have brought me back. I would have been like, Major Glory, <laughs> hell yeah! Because <laughs> it felt like a show within a show. I, it's like a whole yeah. other show. <laughs> it has nothing to do with right. It has nothing to do with Dexter's yeah. Lab or or anything. And What's surprising about Dexter's Laboratory, because with w- even with mine, um, I, the reason I picked mine was because of the coffee thing. I, l- I, I still remember that. that so vividly. I was expecting vividly. bigger consequences for the kids than just them being just them just crying and breaking down because they don't have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the mom had an extra spare, which. Little racist, the, the guy that, in the sombrero with a donkey in the cabinet. Yeah, it's very much <laughs> little, so. Little racist. And I was like, yeah. oh man, I forgot about this. <laughs> I was like, is this supposed to be Mexican, Colombian, or what Latin representation I'm assuming are they Colombian, because like, a lot there, of coffee comes right? from Colombia. <laughs> and why does she um, just have them the in, their, in her cabinet? Like, thank, uh, just even she's like, thanks, Juan. Like, I'm like, Juan, really? Yes. You can yeah. say Colombian, but that's pretty much Mexican. That's pretty much Mexican, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, okay, cool there. But I think the only reason there wasn't bigger consequences because she had coffee. And I'm the same way. I will get mad <laughs> if I don't have my coffee around. In fact, at work, they were calling me out about it. Uh, so there's a chat where we have, you know, all the coworkers there being like, hey, do you have this referral for the doctor? Or do you have this? And I sent a little gif of like a mushroom hopping around because it was like Friday. I was trying to be like fun. And my one coworker, Charina, was just like, Alex, have you had three cups of coffee already this morning? <laughs> and I was like, first of all, it's been two cups of coffee and an energy drink, but uh, don't worry about me. And then my boss was like, I did not provide her with those drinks. And I was like, why is everybody on me now? <laughs> and Trina was like, are you making another cup of coffee for later today? I was like, leave me alone. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Why is somebody so, so concerned about my drinking co- coffee? But it just reminded me so much of that. And I was like, oh, I remember that scene pretty well where they're, they drink the coffee and all of a sudden they're pristine. Yeah. And they're like ready to go. Which I love the animation of how like the their how they operate because like Dexter's like Dexter's dad is animated pretty traditionally. He has like regular feet, regular hands stuff. Dexter's mom she has hands, but her feet are like little pointed, little <laughs> little tips, and then yeah. they just uh, yeah. scrape across the ground <laughs> when she's walking because I'm because that's how she walks in the show, and I'm just like that's cute, <laughs> that's funny. Are you going to talk about how uh, in all of the cartoons they always make. The mom always got to She got to have that booty. Oh, she yeah. got to have the... <laughs> Moms always come the thick, misses apparently, in, in the Cartoon Network world. <laughs> Same with, incredible. I think, Timmy Turner's mom, too. Timmy Turner's mom, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, you know, you know what it is? Because when she wears the normal white pants, you don't think about it. It's just like when you have like a... Those like a... Like a when, like how white girls were saved when yoga pants were invented. Cause like before that, the, the the before that the narrative was all white girls have flat booties, and then of course then yoga pants happened, and then it was just like 
Oh uh, man, I guess that's not true. <laughs> it's just y'all don't look good in jeans. That's what it is. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, the pants you wear, I can openly say, do affect the way you look. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, no, Listen, Dex's mom though. Dex's mom is probably like the coolest mom ever, cause she know like like cause she's like aware of like the craziness that is her two children, and she's still just like, hey, listen, I get it done. Although Dex's lab is a little more like, cause uh, they show I forget which one of your episodes it was, but they show another mom, and she's just another lady with an apron and rubber gloves, and I'm like, what are you trying to say? All moms just do is wash the dishes and cook. <laughs> Like that's it. That was uh, still my episode because that's when Dee Dee gets turned into a horse and everybody wants to like. Yeah, that was funny. She's like, like everyone wants to run. I was like, that's. <laughs> I was like a little creeped out by that because I was like, they turned her into a pony, like a real like that. Because I don't know why that part creeped me out a little bit. Well, especially because Dexter has a rope and her two friends are like they're chasing her down like she's a runaway slave or something. Like now, come on now, Dee Dee, you come on back to the ranch now. Don't don't make this more difficult than it has. They wanted her to pull a carriage and everything. <laughs> they immediately um, turned to her the into other a episode. slave. <laughs> the other right two on. episodes I picked were uh, Billy and Mandy, Mandy uh, Billy and Mandy's Grim Adventures, mm -hmm. which I was always really fond of, and my mom used to call me Mandy. <laughs> I remember you saying I that. Used to <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I used to also my voice used to be very very monotoned growing up. So it sounded exactly like Mandy's where people were like, are you, are you being sarcastic? Are you mean? They couldn't are tell if mean? I was being mean. A I lot like of how, people actually thought I was mean. <laughs> I like how in the episode they basically go to hell. And yeah. then they. Hey. Well, funny enough, it's like I saw, cause I, I used to love Billy and Mandy so much. And when uh, the tentacles came out, I was like, is that Nurgle? And then when they meet him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Nurgle," and I'm like, "This is Nurgle's introduction," because because Nurgle has Nurgle comes back so many times throughout the show after this. Oh, I never watched Billy. Really so I'm just like, I was like, oh, "Cool!" You, you like this is the introdu introduction of Nurgle. That's awesome. <laughs> I love Nurgle. He was always one of my favorite characters, and I almost picked the one where they were at the county fair. And Nurgle was like guessing people's like weight, I think. <laughs> uh, but then I was like, no, I want to find the first episode of Nurgle. So that's why I chose that one. Because I was like, he's weirdly one of my favorite characters. Because at first he's like evil. But then he becomes so like human style where he's like, I just want a friend. Well, because he and then he like ends a up even dating. <laughs> yeah. Well, he ends up dating Ares, the goddess of chaos. Right. That's right. So it was like another whole like layer there where he and they end up having a son together. Because I remember his son being a big character yeah. after a while. Um, my favorite. Yeah. And they... <laughs> it's always Black Dracula. <laughs> The Dracula, Dracula, don't! I forgot about it. I love his voice. I love. He was just. He's just this like soul brother Dracula of just like, especially when that episode when him and Grim get Dracula. lost in the desert, and he's just like, Drac oh, Dracula, don't suck blood. Dracula just scrape and lick, scrape and lick, and I was just like, yeah. it just makes me laugh to this day. I love that episode. The dialogue in this <laughs> show always gets me because. It's either like, like, I don't know what it is about it that always makes me laugh really hard. I think it is the way Mandy says shit, 
which like I get now why people thought the way I talked when I was younger. But also like the way Billy responds to her and how they're still best friends. <laughs> and how like she always watches out for Billy and Billy always tries to do the best Cause she Because she um, does care. It's just she's her delivery is very monotone. Yeah. Can you explain um, to me why Erwin too? Where's Reaper's like like where's Grimm's like lineage come from? Because he's Jamaican, and later we meet like one of his he's relatives Jamaican. who's also Jamaican. But then it's like you meet his aunt, and his aunt sounds like she's just an American lady who helped him make the cookies. And then you meet uh, his mom, and his mom is like this Jewish woman. <laughs> and I'm just like, where are you from, man? Well, Death isn't from anywhere. He's from everything and anything. So, like, I can... He's got a mixed family. Yeah. So, yeah. I, did, I love his Jamaican uh, quotes, though, every now and again. Where he's just he's just like, you gotta know how to make a deal. <laughs> we bad. I and just, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, he did not need to add that line in there, but it's funny <laughs> to me. Like, we bad. I like when he always mentions, like, his, like, grandmother. He's like, Nana Grimm always said this. And I'm like... <laughs> It's like, you can't do this and this. And they're like, what does that even mean? And he's like, I just don't do it. I didn't realize that was so Greg Eagles. Sure Cheddar doesn't do indecent <laughs> exposure. We don't get flagged Cheddar. for that. Um, Alex, your other episode, Courage, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, I very much enjoyed uh, the first episode. You must return the slab. Yeah, you picked a classic. Um, and, you picked a classic yeah. for sure. That was always <laughs> but, said to apparently then, that was always said to be one of the scariest episodes. Not to I, me. The one that scared me scary. was the haircut yeah, maybe, one. Maybe, maybe it's, the haircut maybe it's one was thing, always the scariest yeah. one for me. Maybe it's a thing with that. like as a kid, it might have been one of the scariest. Because that the 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 thing that the dude, the ancient ghost, whatever. Um, he's scary looking because the, the animation is is like different, mm-hmm. and he's kind of scary looking. Um, but the second episode, I vaguely remember that episode in the back of my mind. So you're telling me that you can't you can't handle the SpongeBob toenail clipping scene, <laughs> but you can handle this whole entire episode with the foot fungus. <laughs> yes. And I don't, yeah, because Listen, I get fun, it because the focus doesn't look as gr- like it's it's like all purple and messed up and weird. It lo- it's not as realistic and as visceral as watching a toenail get ripped off. This one, a dog licks it and then it just shrinks itself back, all nice and peaceful, like you know what I mean. Versus SpongeBob, we're watching a toenail get like ripped and wrenched and everything I- else. It's gross, <laughs> Jonathan. You can't compare the two. They're not comparable. I'd, I'd rather have the toenail. Than the how how okay so the thing is with me the foot fungus i work with a doctor which actually explains how i can work with this doctor who does oncology so i actually see pretty gross stuff and it's fine to me nails getting ripped off are not okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. i have limits nails getting ripped off and teeth getting pulled are like i like can't and anything to do with eyeballs my mom thinks it's so funny because she'll describe so she got like laser eye surgery and all this stuff and she'll describe different ways that it occurred and how she got a needle in her eye and i just start silently yelling at her like knock it off don't tell me that shit but like i I can't take the the foot fungus wasn't too bad 
I can't take the broken bones, as you know from <laughs> our days working those late night shifts together, where we would <laughs> just. Um, the only time, yeah, the try not to react. The only time I did ever react properly was that one time with the eyeball removal surgery. I slammed my computer down. The I closed it so hard and so quickly that I was like, I don't know how to open my laptop back up because that video will still be there when I open up the computer. So I don't know what to do. I can't open it forever now. It's closed. <laughs> I have to get. I have to go get a new one. Um. So the funniest thing was fine for me. I liked the the first part was always my favorite because then it just reminded me of every archaeologist. And I kind of wish that a ghost would come to them and be like, return the stuff you have in the British Museum. <laughs> I, uh, yo, but Eustace, though, you got to give it this. He's got conviction. The man stuck to his guns. Even when he was uh, in the, in the, uh, the tube, he was just like, what's your offer? <laughs> <laughs> like he, he was, he was with it, man. Uh, you're, but uh, you my Muriel yeah. is a ride or die because no matter what this man does, no matter what she has to deal with, she's just like, she's like, but that's my Eustace. You know, I love him. It is what it is. <laughs> but where else can she go, though? I mean, they that's true. Nowhere. Well, they prove that all everything they need is just to drive away. You know what I mean? The bank that's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell banks here? <laughs> well, the whole Prons of the show that they, I, I don't know if they admitted or the creator said this, or that it's just a fan theory, but it's just all perception from the dog's, you know, point of view that this is just courage being like, oh, they're in the middle of nowhere and they don't go very far because he has two elderly owners. And really, it's just this or that. Probably just somebody from the museum be like, give back our slap slap. Right. Right. <laughs> I give think, it back. Yeah, I think that's a that's a fan. Uh, yeah, a fan theory, theory right? That that, it's, that nothing's mm -hmm. actually scary. It's all just from Courage's perspective. Mm -hmm. And they don't actually live in the middle of nowhere. It's just he can't. He doesn't get out much. <laughs> uh, the uh, Jonathan, did you get a chance to watch Codename Kids Next Door? No that 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 was the one. Ah, I so I, this is my Sanjay and Craig. Very nice. <laughs> I just, I never liked that show. And I was like, ah, I'll I kept putting it off to the point where it's like, I ended up not watching it. <laughs> That's Sorry. different. Jonathan missed it I tried. accident. You did it on purpose. <laughs> I tried my best. No, you didn't. Did Your best succeed. would be at least to hey, turn it I, on. <laughs> I watched it through my eyelids, okay? I watched oh. it. <laughs> um, but I'm sure it was a great episode. Yeah, well, I picked it also for you, Alex, because it's about a cat lady. <laughs> it was the introducing of, the introduction of Cat Lady. Yeah, uh, who's great, and it's uh, she's a great villain. Um, I also had another one with the soda pop too, but I, I always forgot about that. I forgot about Fizz. He wasn't really a very popular villain. Uh, and also, you know, Cree Summer was gonna. I was gonna give her give, give some Cree. Well, I'm gonna give it anyway. So Cree Summer love because I love Number Five. She's my one of my favorite characters Cree Summer's ever done is Number Five. Free summer is great. Um, you know, going back to our pre-topic conversation, uh, Cree summer is also in swarm as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. That cast list keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. She's only in an episode as well, but 
that's yeah 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 but still, um, that's that's a pretty good like guest star to have i don't know much of her work like just by name but like i know her i'm one of those people that i hear the voice and i'm like hey i know who that is my fa- i mean my favorite characters from her are number five um Susie, and then foxy from drawn together uh just cause, and especially it's mostly because she does a lot of kids cartoons so doing drawn together is her her doing an adult cartoon and and foxy is easily the most adult character because every word out of her mouth is either sexual or violent so <laughs> but but she she sells it she does she has a great voice for that like sultry femme fatale like black exploitation character so it fits <laughs> Uh, you know what I was going to say? I was going to um, mention some of the shows that were not on the list, like uh, Johnny Bravo, which isn't on HBO Max for some Listen, strange reason. That's how I felt about Otherwise, I would have picked it. One of the ones I was going to pick was Megas XLR, which is a cartoon that very few people know. Oh, my gosh. No, Alex oh, is no. gone. <laughs> 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 Our weekly. <laughs> well, she'll be back. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was going to pick Megas XLR, uh, which is about a giant robot and uh, is a really cool cartoon. Um, and okay. uh, like, yeah, there's a lot of the, I think, I, I think that's part of the purge. I think there's some cartoons that might just not be on. Back. Hey, <laughs> welcome back. Uh, I think there's uh, some cartoons that aren't on, on HBO max because of the cartoon, like the purge they did. Cause also another cartoon I would have picked if it was up there is infinity train, which is, I think one of cartoon networks, best cartoons ever. And it's no longer on HBO max anymore. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> I've heard of that. Isn't like every it's, it is a train and like every train's a different like world almost or every like cabin. Yeah. It's, uh, essentially it's about like each, uh, season's about a new character and it's about stuff like depression, dealing with, uh, anxiety, dealing with, uh, peer pressure, stuff like that. But, um, through the lens of they, like the char- main character gets dropped on this train with the almost infinite amount of cars and each car, they uh is its own world and stuff and uh through solving it or figuring out what's going on within that car they are supposed to learn lessons that allow them to help them process whatever it is they're going through and then eventually bring them back home at some point uh it's really deep. that sounds too heavy for me it's really deep lore and really interesting and and great and i and it got canceled after four seasons um mainly just low viewership but i loved infinity train so much and uh, mm. uh, and that's another one that's like it's not HBO Max anymore. <laughs> Can't find it nowhere. They're like we're done. I I probably would have chosen Johnny Bravo had it been on HBO Max. Um, also, side note: Chris Summer is going to be in Ironheart, uh, the uh, Marvel the like the uh, Marvel show, show or like a cartoon. The show okay. on, on Disney Plus. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. Um, Maybe she'll yeah, be uh, Riri's mom. Because Riri, Riri Williams' mom is a big character in her comics. Okay. Um, but also, uh, 
I'm surprised nobody picked Powerpuff Girls too. I wanted to, but I was like, I want, like, I was like, ah, I don't You're like the pick. list is. I, I feel like there's so many others that I want to do that don't get as much shine because everybody knows about Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> everybody like that. Yeah. That's one of the shows that got a reboot sure. in the modern day to come back and do some more. Um, you know what I uh, realized nobody picked was Adventure uh, Time. Like that oh, was another yeah. really popular show that had yeah. quite a few good episodes. Funny enough, though, I wasn't really. It got a little feel weird at the end, though. Well, because it had all this canon that eventually they they like decided to really start diving into in the later seasons, which it was always there. I I remember reading because um, in my at college uh, in the library we had the art book for Adventure Time, and it it told the story of how Adventure Time was pitched and everything, and the creator of Adventure Time had this very detailed story with all this backstory and canon and lore of like there's the mushroom wars and then like that's how the humans become like the last of their race but then like the uh the candy kingdom with bubble like all this stuff and he pitched it to cartoon network and they were like yeah we like it but let's let's maybe not do all that just now like just yet and so that's why the first few seasons it's just random adventures with finn and jake with a small stuff here and there that's tying to the canon and then once the show became mega popular then it was like okay now we can just go full in and just go straight into the canon in this really epic advent like adventure story that he had written um which is kind of cool Makes sense. it just made me i checked out though because of the randomness of the adventures because i had kind of <laughs> started weaning off from cartoons at that point when adventure time came out so I remember just being like, eh, I'm not really interested in, in it as much and kind of just drifted off from it. Coming back now, though, trying to rewatch all of it. I drifted off nearing the end part because it just got a little too weird for me. I think around the time Finn like, lost his arm, I was like, I'm confused to what's going on. <laughs> Adventure Time is one of those shows that you can't really skip episodes. Yeah, everything ties because back. Because something may have happened. Yeah, everything Yeah, everything back. really is connected. Um, the same thing with like Steven Universe. Um, I could not get into that show. I tried a few of our coworkers, like, it's really good. Ow. But I couldn't. I just That's couldn't how you felt get about into it. Ow. <laughs> that and like, I have this hanging off my sleeve right now. Yeah, I was about to say, I see Cheddar back there. <laughs> I just see the arm. I just. <laughs> like, ah. I got this on my arm right now. <laughs> so don't mind me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, there's a, like, you know what it is? It's that I think as of late, Cartoon Network's cartoons right now are in this weird nebulous place where they're either these super drawn out and very lore heavy stories like Steven Universe, like Cartoon Network, um, or not Cartoon Network, sorry, (laughs) Adventure Time, uh, stuff like that, or they're the random stuff like Craig of the Creek or, um, or gumball or, yeah gumball or we bear bears like where it's just random adventures oh yeah that's pretty popular <laughs> don't they have yeah. multiple of those shows they have a we new bear one where bears. they're like they maybe even have bears. A, movie too and the movie yeah we bear bears is doing really well um so it's like i have no idea what it's about other than bears. it's about bears it's about and they go on bears. adventures <laughs> like that's it it's not very elaborate at all <laughs> <laughs> i like ice bear ice bear is cool Haha, ha, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was not my intention, but I'm happy it came out that way. Oh, I just got <laughs> it. <laughs> Even better. 
um but it's uh, yeah i think that's interesting because we didn't really talk about the current state of nicktoons when we did our nicktoons retrospective um nicktoons feels like it's in a weird place too though where it's like nicktoons is just throwing anything at the wall um the only thing they have that's consistent is ninja turtles if they don't keep rebooting it like six or seven times <laughs> but you you better believe there's always ninja turtles around <laughs> For the to, for them to have, and then they created a like a new SpongeBob too, right? Yeah, like yeah. multiple new SpongeBob yeah. stuff. Like the uh, they have what is it? The one the Camp Coral, uh, Camp Coral, and then the, yeah. the Patrick, Patrick show. Star Show, or whatever, yeah, the Patrick Show or whatever. They have a pa- That's weird. Yeah, it's called the Patrick what is he Show. Doing? It's, he sleeps. He just hangs right. with his family. <laughs> But it's not the same family from that episode where you actually meet his family, which has a lot of people wondering because there's a lot of his family reacts to him as if they don't know him. And so a lot of people are theorizing that the Patrick Star show may have a slight dark undertones and that he's just he's just intruded on this random uh, starfish family, family. That, but they're not really his family. He's just he's just treating them like they are. <laughs> I feel like as a writer, they're just fucking with people, <laughs> trying to see what, yeah, what we can the, do. The Camp Coral stuff is not in line with the timeline of the original series right. because they're all kids. And they all know each other. Right, yeah. which that wasn't the case for the, like, Sandy. The 1999, yeah. Well, they're trying to yes. pull a, they're trying to pull a, like, like a pup named Scooby-Doo, where they're trying to pull a, like, oh, well, this is like its own thing. But it's like, okay, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. Because in the SpongeBob movies, which are supposed to take place in the same canon as the original cartoon, you act like this is canon. <laughs> well, they're doing that with the Rugrats series now too, because yeah. the new like the new Rugrats series, because Kimmy's in it, but Dill is not. And Kimmy came after Dill in the original series. Right. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah, I think they're trying to find their new space with cartoons nowadays. Because the I like I don't know. The cartoons feel like weirder than before and I think they're trying to almost go back to the 90s style of cartoons where it was just like weird shit with a deeper meaning where like with Cartoon Network and with, you know, Nickelodeon, it was just like like I said, less human, more humanoid stuff, but they're trying to do the humanoid stuff with the humans, and now it's just this weird stuff, and now they don't know what to do, so they just keep rebooting things, because they're like, hey, the parents like this, maybe the parents will make the kids watch it. I think that's the what they're almost going for. Well, I think in Cartoon Network's vein, they're trying to be a little more um, inclusive, because like Craig of the Creek, you got a lot more character, you got a whole family character, uh, characters of color to be in uh involved in that one you've got uh steven universe and adventure time are very lgbt friendly uh with a lot of lgbt characters in it um in both shows powerpuff girls being a lot more inclusive of like uh, a lot of uh women female empowerment in that show because uh, the powerpuff girls in the rebooted series are a little older i think they're in like elementary school um so it's like it's i think cartoon network that's where they're at right now is trying to be more uh aware and more open disney channel too because uh you got like owl house um and stuff like that over there but um 
And then Nickelodeon, I, not that Nickelodeon isn't, it's just, I think Nickelodeon is just like, we're just trying to get some like heyday, like some of that, like, um, some of our powerhouse cartoons back. <laughs> like, cause right now I don't think they have yeah. any. Did, like, I, don't, I can't, I can't think of any like cartoons that are on the same level as a Steven Universe or an Adventure Time. Or anything else? Are like, you good over there, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say you looked really concerned. <laughs> Cause yeah, because earlier you, I did see some blue flashing lights. Yeah, I was window. about to say if you noticed, because I no, I saw them in my because my blinds are open right now, and I can see there this that's like the third police that's. Are they outside your apartment or passing your apartment? They're passing. They're like on. The, oh, okay. And I think there's. Okay. Wait, who's this going? Anyway, <laughs> well, I kind of want to We're on video right now. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. All right, we're doing something. Well, nonetheless, no, no, man, we're on video. So if something happens, that's true. Uh, we have, we have be captured. Uh, but right. but you know, uh, that's. I think you know. I think we've said all we can. We wanted to say. Does anybody else have anything extra they wanted to say about Cartoon Network or? Um, like or just this experience of re of rewatching or just watching and being introduced to any of these cartoons and are there any that you think you'll pick up after this that you're now like oh. I think I'm definitely gonna pick up Craig Craig's Craig of the Creek because nice. uh, I I thought that was cute and just like a funny show and it'd be nice to kind of have that in the background because that kid was cute that was <laughs> yeah. a cute show. It's still a fun show. I I loved. Uh, I forgot how great Dexter's Lab was. Um, I really enjoyed watching that and all of the shows. I really I didn't um, not enjoy watching any of the shows. Uh, I had a good time watching all of them. Yeah, I recommend watching Gumball, Jonathan, because it is just a fun show to watch. Okay, it's just entertaining and it's fast. It was, Each episode episode's like eleven was minutes, fun. so. You can right. you can burn through uh, episodes really quickly. Thanks. Um, well, oh, with, Wait, oh, yeah, I mean, I like I love ready? all these cartoons. Cartoon Network was always my favorite, so like all of these just brought back a lot of nostalgia for me um, of the like of my childhood especially. And there's a lot more I would have picked that I just you know we had to do three, so I picked three that I. Uh, felt would be interesting to see but uh you know it's like thinking about like ben 10 and um uh what, what was the other one like generator rex and so many others that i would have loved to have picked for us to watch and stuff so it's just this was great we didn't get to talk about 16 very much but uh also 16 too was just a great show for me to just put on and now that i know it's on youtube on that like channel i might just re-watch re a lot of episodes of 16 when i'm just in the mood yeah there was there was that joke in 16 where uh the girl's asking him like oh where are you thinking of working and he's like grind me yeah and she was like excuse me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's like the coffee shop <laughs> um and Lord. Audience, if you want to uh, catch up with any of these, like watch any of these episodes we talked about today, uh, you'll want to check out. I've already told you the Craig of the Creek one, but uh, Dexter's Lab seasons uh, season one, episode ten, uh, which is Dee Dee's room, Hunter, and Big Sister. Also, uh, season three, episode ten, uh, topped off Dee Dee's tale and No Power Trip. 
and then uh 16 uh season one episode one teen Titans season two episode six date with destiny uh for the episode everyone missed but maybe you might be interested in codename kids <laughs> next door season two episode one operation cats operation pop uh season six episode 25 of, of the amazing world of gumball uh entitled the ghouls season one episode five king ramsey's curse and the clutching foot of uh and that's coward's cowardly dog and lastly uh, is uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy season one episode thirteen? Fiend is like friend uh, without the R. Recipe for disaster and a dumb wish is the title of that episode. So yeah, check out any of those uh, and also comment below. Tell us about any of your favorite Cartoon Network picks that are Cartoon Network shows you remember watching when you were a kid, or Cartoon Network shows maybe you're still watching now that you're just like, hey, this is still good. I still enjoy it. Um, let us know. Nice. And where can people follow everyone at? I think Alex is frozen. No, she's not. Nope. She's right where- there. <laughs> <laughs> Cheddar's Cheddar's digging for something under my dresser, and I'm really concerned. I'm hoping it's just a toy and not like a spider or anything. <laughs> but I don't trust him, so I keep like looking down. No, I'm I'm here. Just. Oh, so- Sorry. Making sure he's getting a ton. <laughs> no, I've, I've made this joke before. I go into NPC mode sometimes where I look like I'm not moving. I look frozen, but I'm actually not. I'm here. I'm just making <laughs> sure he's there. It's just a toy. Um, but anyway, you can find me in motion at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok, as well as the podcast TikTok, The First Ones to Die where I post little clips of the episodes we are doing, what we may review next, and my little commentary on movies and shows I'm watching where it just it gets weird. Like, I recently did watch the scene from Megan, the movie. Um, oh, I was... I need to, to watch yeah. that. I was thinking of watching the movie. <laughs> that toy at the beginning is very traumatizing to but- me, and then the doll is worse. Uh, I recommend people watch it and, you know, see what I mean. But... Uh, where are we finding you, Jonathan? You find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can follow us at the first ones to die on all all, all of the social networks. Uh, you can email us at thefirstonestodie at gmail.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a like and subscribe. Go ahead and comment on the video as well. What were your favorite Cartoon Network shows? Uh, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast, listening to the platform, go ahead and give us five stars and give us a Jerome, where can people find you? You can find me and not Jerome Red and also at RoboZoo Media as well as at Jerome underscore the underscore show to see all of the other stuff I'm working on as well. And uh, also check out the YouTube channel at The First Ones to Die to get a whole bunch of exclusive content that you can only get up there that you can't get on all the audio streaming platforms. Stuff like mini reviews, book reviews, gaming content, vlogs, and of course, video versions of all of the podcasts so you can see our lovely faces as well. So go on over there, check that out, um, and subscribe and you know, favorite and share, all those things. Yes. And we'll see you all next week with something. Well, next week's April Fool's. Another surprise. So. Oh, that's right. Who knows? Maybe we might surprise you with no episode. Or maybe we might not even be here. Maybe we'll have a, like, a, whole, like a whole bunch of stuff. You never know. We'll have, we'll have 
Lex, Rome, and Nathan. That's the, those who will be those will be the co the uh, co-hosts. Are those generic white names you chose, or is that meaning something? No, no, they're they're versions of our names. Yeah, it's Alex, it's... Lex, Jerome, Rome, and Jonathan, Nathan. Oh. We'll be the NECA versions of like, ourselves. Sounds <laughs> like those are just very generic white names. No, sorry. All right, sorry. But Al, Al, Jerry. No, 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 no. John. I'd rather go with Lex. I'd rather Lex. go with Lex. <laughs> the return of Al Pal, John Bond, and Jer Bear. It'll be great. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you next week for who knows what. It's a surprise. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Bye.